Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This, this, this is, is, Fight Disciples. Welcome. It's a podcast episode number 803. We are the Fight Disciples. This is your boxing review from the weekend just gone. Um, I'll explain if you are watching on YouTube in a minute as to where we actually are. But if you uh, are a first-time Fight Disciple, please subscribe to us. You can do it via our website, fightdisciples.com. Everything's there. Spotify, Google Play, Apple, you name it. We are there. Uh, and we have all the audio feeds under the sun for you to come and enjoy. The visual of this won't be affecting you because hopefully we will sound exactly like we normally sound, reviewing all things boxing from the weekend just gone. But if you are just consuming this on our YouTube channel, Fight Disciples on there, uh, you will see that we are in a, a bedroom. <laughs> a boudoir, yeah, in it, fact. It feels like I've come to visit you in hospital because yeah. you are, for those that are just consuming this via your ears, Nick is led on his bed in uh, a hotel room in New York. I'm sat on a chair at the side of his bed. It's tight, it's compact. The reason why we're doing it in here is because downstairs in the bar, there's too much music playing. It smells of vomit. And it does smell a little bit of vomit. So uh, that make, that paints a really bad picture of where we're staying. It's actually an okay hotel. Well, it's Manhattan, isn't it? So everything, anyone smells of weed and vomit. will tell you that. Smells of weed Outside and vomit. Outside smells of weed, indoor smells of vomit. Well, this hotel anyway. Mm. But every hotel room is like this. There's, you're lucky you got one chair. We went. We actually went to check out the business centre. It was a laptop on a <laughs> shelf in a corridor. That was the business centre of this rather nice hotel. Yes. So visually, the review show for the boxing and MMA this week is. People might think it's an upgrade seeing you uh, spread eagled on your on your bed, um, but that is the is There's a many state a of play. Many a housewife's dream come true at this yeah, moment. That's the state of play. Many a fantasy is coming true right now. People watching this on YouTube. This is uh, mostly called Margaret and June and things like that. But you know. I reckon you're big with Barbaras. Yeah, <laughs> Barbie. Do you know something? I was having a conversation. This is we've gone off on a tangent already. This is, I was having a, a a conversation with somebody the other day about names that don't get used anymore, like retro names. And mm -hmm. obviously, Keith is a big strong. Derek, strong Lee. Lee. Yeah, you don't get. <laughs> you don't, see a baby you don't Lee. get a baby Lee. <laughs> Do you? When Alex was, uh, when when my uh, eldest was, uh, I was adamant. I wanted to call him Clive, just to get that name going again. Mega. Great name, Clive. Solid. But you don't see a baby Clive. <laughs> yeah. Have I told you about the? Uh, this is bell to this. The uh, when when Teddy was born, um, obviously I do you do the ring round, don't you? 
phone the grandparents, mm. phone the aunties, phone the uncles, phone the friends, all that type of stuff. Yeah, baby's born, it's a boy, what if you called him, all that. All right. Yeah. So I've done that to everybody. Two days later, uh, my missus's brother, so my brother-in-law, comes around with a card, gives the card, gives us the card. Baby Terry. <laughs> he, thought, he thought I'd said Terry. <laughs> but now he calls he calls Ted Terry. That's sensational. <laughs> Terry is definitely another one of those Isn't names it? that you don't hear. It's anymore. a quality name. Little baby Terry. Little baby Terry. Yeah. God says. See, the weird thing is girls' names mm. have had like a resurgence. You see loads of like Lily, Rose. You know, all those, Pale, yeah, but mate, Baby I, Pale. I, like, I, I'm hearing these names regular. I haven't had a... men's names, there's no recirculation. Mate, no, 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 no. There's no Baby Janets. Is yeah, there? There's true, no yeah. Baby Barbaras. Yeah, there's none of them knocking about. Sheila. <laughs> Look at me new baby, Sheila. What have you called it, Sheila? <laughs> We've just so, offended half the fucking yeah, we have, Western we have, Hemisphere. Because like, most listen. women in Australia are called Sheila. Listen, if you are a fight disciple and you uh, and your and your other half are expecting, think Baby about <laughs> think about Do this it. think about this conversation right now. This is where you should be going. You should be pointing them in the direction of one of those old school nineteen seventies, early eighties retro names. Yeah, Janet, Baby Janet. That's a Baby belter. Baby Janet, come on, come on. Where did, how did this start? I have no did idea. Get onto this subject. Um, well, we're a bit delusional, I suppose. We've just uh, touched down in uh, in New York City. That's why we're uh, out of. Uh, our normal habitat when we're making this show for you. It's UFC 295. It's the 30th anniversary of the UFC. So we've come to New York. We've come to New York a day early because we've got loads of stuff that we're going to be bringing you. So if you're a big MMA fan as well as a boxing fan, be across everything that we're doing this week, oh, yeah, especially on the, the YouTube channel. On Thursday. Can you let me finish the spiel? Sorry. Right? Uh, be across it on our YouTube channel this week. Fight Disciples on there. We are going to go and watch Callum Walsh. We've been talking about him on the show for a bit. Obviously, Dana White's... Uh, looking after uh, Callum Walsh, pushing mm -hmm. him in uh, America. He's an Irish fighter, making it bigger in the States. He's fighting at uh, Madison Square Garden on Thursday night. So we're going to go along and watch him there. So we'll keep you across that. We all our social media channels. And of course, with it being UFC week, we'll have plenty uh, of UFC content uh, throughout the course of the week. I know this, this is not necessarily a New York chat because we're looking back at what happened in Monaco at the weekend, but I have to tell him the little tale of what you've just done on that plane on the way over. So Retro This is why we're on the 80s retro theme isn't it We're on the plane right Now there's me, him and Mike Our producer He gets up, goes and sees Mike in his seat Next Mike was at the back and we were at the front Next thing you know Him and Mike are at the back of the plane They've got their own bar drinking the place dry I'm doing a bit of work Getting ourselves straight for the week I goes up to the back just to see how the boys are getting on And uh you would, you'd already moved on at this point to Jack Daniels because mm -hmm. you'd already you'd, there was you'd, no lager left you drank all the lager at the bar that had all gone and yeah. now you'd moved on to the Jack Daniels yeah yeah you're having a good go holding court as you normally do we're having great once time. you once you'd nailed all that you came back to the seat how many did you had four Beers. or five cans six cans. oh yeah about seven cans and a couple of Jack Daniels seven cans and a couple of Jack Daniels it's only a seven hour flight ladies and gentlemen only a seven hour flight it comes back yeah but you know what's like when you gab when you gabbing it just starts flowing comes back sits himself down next to me he says yeah yeah good time yeah great time <laughs> he then proceeds to go through the entertainment uh, uh, screen on his uh, on his seat didn't pick any movies out no he picked out the greatest hits of genesis <laughs> phil collins and genesis I don't know. 
Have a listen to Genesis. Turned it up as loud as it would possibly go. Put his headphones on. Oh, just collapsed. There's something in your bedroom there. Okay. <clears throat> Turned the, the headphones up as loud as it would possibly go and proceeded to go to sleep. Just next to me. I'm thinking, what the fuck is this moron? This is the best bit. Because obviously the uh, the waitresses, the, uh, the, the, the ladies that uh, bring you the drinks on, on the, uh, well on the flight... Mm-hmm. Uh, coming round they said any, any drinks ladies and gentlemen they came to me and said well yeah do you know something I was being a bit mature on this particular flight not getting stuck into the L so I ordered a cup of tea so as she's so as she's pouring me a cup of tea this man next to me fast asleep might I add listening to the sounds of Genesis <laughs> sang at the top of his voice <laughs> can you remember what song it was was it Invisible Touch Invisible Touch <laughs> top of his lungs fast asleep <laughs> fast asleep <laughs> only to be woken up by a nudge from me to say what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what was I singing out loud then was you singing out loud the fucking old plane thought you were doing a concert mate oh dear yeah I don't know what came over me I haven't she- listened to Phil Collins in years but uh, I was just having a Genesis moment I think well, there you go Start it. Start as you mean to go on. It's going to be a good week. We are up and running. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's the flight that uh, I've just enjoyed. Uh, and now, obviously, we've touched down, and literally within half an hour, we're bosh. Like, let's get stuck into uh, get stuck into the show. Uh, and Monaco, yeah, Monaco at the weekend again. We said it on last week's show. Visually, what a beautiful place. Mm. Looks mega to uh, to go and consume boxing. Oh, like I said, I've never done chandeliers. it. I've never been over. I've never done it from a media point of view. I've never been to that venue. I've never. Uh, consumed a show in Monaco like that, but it just looks visually fantastic. Yeah, it does. It's all dicky bows and Lamborghinis, and you know, it's not it's James really... Bond, man. It's yeah, James it's Bond. It's uh, what's that, James? What's the first James Bond? Casino movie? Royale. Casino Royale. That's exactly what it is. It's Casino Royale with some boxing thrown in. And um, you know what? I was happy with the card as well. I th- I... You picked it up last week, Carol. I, bit, I was uh... quite yeah. I, I thought the we'll come on to the main event. But the I thought the, the the life flyweight title fight was fucking awesome, absolute knockout of the year contender from nowhere from the challenger. Mate, surprise! And Ramla Ali dug deep and and, and got the revenge victory that she uh, that she bought, that she gambled on. So you're referring to Ezrian Curiel? Yes, what a shot! Against uh, one Sevente. shot knockout, Jesus Christ! Uh, Nonthinga. And Curiel wasn't even the challenger. Curiel wasn't even supposed to be the puncher. Mate. Let's be dead. Let's be dead straight about this, right? So, Nunsinga was the person, the champion. This was supposed to be a nice little tick over. Do That's your right. thing, sunshine, and then maybe we're going to point you towards some nice unification fights, right? Adrian Curiel has had twenty nine fights. He's won twenty four of them. Decent record, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but only twenty four of those victories have come. Uh, sorry, only five of those twenty four victories have come via the way of knockout. The exactly. geezer does not have bombs. No. So last week when I was previewing this, given watching him a couple of times and obviously looking at that record, I said, Listen man, the kid can navigate a fight, but he's here to maybe give five or six rounds to the champ. The champ's gonna go through the gears, do the business, off you walk towards your unification fight. Yeah? First round. I'm like, okay, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lad, lad looks like he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Cool. Champ won the first round. Yeah. There you go, champ. Sweet as. Start to go through the gears. Came out for the second round. A minute into it, Swanton bomb right yeah. over the top of a, a, le- a really lazy left jab. Let's be straight. He, he sticks it out there. He doesn't bring it back. Nope. Just leaves it out. 
And kid just goes, go on, then I'll throw this and see what happens. Throws it, changes his life forever, just become champion of the world. And that's what, listen, that's what opportunities like that are all about. You take it with both hands, and we almost seen that in the main events as well. And that's why, you know, it, building up to the fight, I was probably higher on that one because I thought the champion, the kid from South Africa, I'm not even going to try and tackle his name, kid from South Africa, um, he'd only had about 12, 13 professional fights, and okay, that's like nine stoppages, but he'd only fought outside of South Africa once before. Mm. He won the title. He's gone in against a guy with, with a lot of experience, so I always fancied that to be a decent knock, but obviously he been said to me, someone's going to win by knockout, obviously you're going to go with the South African, you're going to yeah. go with the kid who's evidently got dynamite might in his fists, but Curiel gets an opportunity, courtesy of Mr. Eddie Hearn, in a big show in Monte Carlo, this is the chance you've been waiting for, kid. Don't blow it. And Jesus Christ, he didn't blow it. Didn't blow it at all. I, I th but I think it was down to the former champion not respecting his power. No. He's done what we've done. So he got three knockouts, this kid. Sound I can afford to throw a lazy jab out because if he, if he throws, I'll throw. But by the time he threw and landed, game over. Game over. It was a kick. Did Ramal Ali win for you? Yeah, I thought she did. I thought she edged it. Yeah, I thought she won six four. Yeah, I, saw, I, I went, I went was online. Close. Yeah, I went online afterwards, and uh, I, I think people sometimes just like to hear, and people might think that about me. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought Ramallah Ali, especially in those mid rounds, just managed to. F she looked like she'd figured it out, and Guzman is very predictable. Yeah, in the way she just wants to knock her head off. Yeah, obviously she fell in love with that first time round, and course. it worked first time round because yeah. she did knock her head off, and she beat her incredible. Not easily, but she beat her um, relatively well. Um, so therefore, she's obviously going to try and do the exact same thing coming into this fight. And early doors, she has a little bit of success with that. I thought Ali, three, four, five, six, seemed to have got a bit of a go at it. Guzman came back into it. I thought around six or seven I can't remember the exact rounds I apologise for this I just got off a flight but she came into it at some point but then I thought Ramallah Ali just composed herself again very mature got on her back foot started to get her feet going and it then became relatively easy because Guzman were just trying to do one thing I'm going to run at you yeah, and I'm, I'm going to I'm just going to try and land this well alright then mate I'll just move to the side mm -hmm. <laughs> pop pop go out the back door pop pop and she navigated it quite well I thought Ramallah Ali I thought it was a mature performance. Obviously, she's learned from that first fight. And I get, I, I had a 6-4. Don't forget, she was winning the first fight. She dropped her. And she yeah. dropped her heavy. And then Ali obviously left the chin up in the air and got caught and got stopped. And it was a it was a big stoppage and a heavy loss. But you've got to give her so much credit. And she's a, obviously, if you know her story, and most boxing fans do know Ramal Ali's story, you know if she's anything but a quitter. Mm. Her whole life has been a victory over adversity. You know, we, we went high on Francis and Ganu's story. Her story is very similar. The journey she's been on to become, realise her ambition to be a professional fighter. So she's never, ever been anyone to walk away from a fight. But we did say last week, we were like, is this the right thing to do? You know, is this shades of David Price going back in with Tony Thompson? when there was no reason to go back in. There's no real reason for Ramlali to go back in with this girl. Just go, right, put that one down to experience, swerve, let's carry on on my journey, supported by Mr. Eddie Hearn. But instead, she's gone, nah, man, fuck that, I want it back. And there was fleeting moments in this fight where you thought, oh, no, what are you she doing? She just goes sort of toe here on a couple of occasions. She does. And you're like, what are you doing? Don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, just box, just box. Yeah. But I think she'll be... I admire she'll that, be, Of course. That's what I want. I want entertainment. I want jeopardy. I want it to be in a real fight. Yeah. And this was a four-fight card in Monte Carlo. And all four fights 
were fights. And that's I will champion that to the very end. Eddie said he's going to do more fight cards with proper fights on. This was a fight card with four proper fights. Okay, the cards were stacked in favour of certain fighters. That's fair enough. The main event was stacked in favour of Joe Cordina. However, he nearly come unstuck. The co-main event was You're stacked... You're talking on paper now, aren't you? Yeah, on, in paper. Yeah, yeah. Co-main event was stacked in favour of the South African. Well, that fucking blew up in his face because the other guy knocked him out. Mm. So these are competitive fights and Ramla Ali could have easily gone, tell you what, Ed, swerve that get me another body in to get myself confidence back. Mm. And nine times out of 10, it happens. Maybe this is, maybe this is progression. Yeah. Um, I thought that uh, uh, Lucero as well would swallow it after he got dropped. Yeah. Because Sissoko, you could just see that, we said last week that there's going to be um, yeah. a talent level here. And it listen, it was on show, but didn't give up on himself. And he kept, and he kept even though he was getting in my opinion, comprehensively outboxed from Sissoko, mm -hmm. who was showing off that uh, that pedigree from his, his amateur days. Um, I thought Lucero made, made it more entertaining than I anticipated it to be. I thought yeah. Sissoko had absolutely... Once, once, again, he dro once he dropped him, I thought he'd run away with it. I, I agree. But again, good matchmaking. Good yeah. matchmaking. You're giving people opportunities where you're going, right, you want to take you to Monte Carlo. We're going to take you to fucking Monaco. We're going to give you this opportunity to fight on the zone, around the world. You walk in there, you, sorry, they fly you in. You turn up at a fucking casino where there's millionaire, multi-millionaires everywhere. Everyone's in dicky bows. There's Ferraris everywhere, Lamborghinis. Everyone's got mad kettles on and everything else. And you're like, you know, I'm just a... That's a watch for anybody a, that is international that doesn't know what a kettle is. A watch. I'm just a scally from XYZ neighbourhood. And here I am on the verge of millionaire's paradise fighting and I can change my life here. And I think all the fighters kind of raised their game in that. And I think Lucero, exactly the same. It would have been easy for him to just jack anywhere else. If that's a leisure center in, you know, Lee or something like that, maybe he does spew it. But in that moment, it's like, nah, man, I'm going to keep going. So I, again, good bit of matchmaking. I was, I was happy with the card. In fact, I was correct when I said, there you were. four fights, good fights. I was wrong when I said the easiest fight, though, is the main event because Vasquez, as a featherweight, won't be big enough to handle a super featherweight like Joe Cordina. Mm -hmm. But I was wrong because that little fucker raised his game as well. Big time. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Mm. I, don't, I don't know what to make of that main event, you know. I don't know whether maybe Joe How did you score it? Let's start there. How did you score the fight? 114 apiece. You had scored a draw, did you? Yeah. yeah. I, th I think he's lucky to come away with getting the victory there, Joe. Because if I was going to edge towards someone that won it, I'd have gone Vasquez. I just thought that... Maybe Joe do, did what, what I did looking at that fight, thinking, listen, I've just done two real tough ones there. Two legacy fights, Against yeah. two proper dudes. Mm -hmm. I've knocked one of them out. We've gone life or death with Rakimov. All right, sound. This one, 
This this is my one for a little bit of a coming out party. I get to have a little bit of a style off, and then we'll get uh, get cracking with maybe or Shaki Foster or Navaretti. Or, or, or Lee Wood. Or Lee Wood, yeah, yeah of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Which, which is probably more likely. That's probably the one that the fans would want more. And yeah, I think I can speak for... Yeah, I think I would want that one more. Mm-hmm. Lee Wood against uh, Cordina. So maybe... I, ca- I can't speak for Joe. I haven't, I haven't spoken to him. I haven't done an interview with him. So I don't know where his head's at. Only he can answer this question. But maybe he's gone in there thinking along those lines. Because the performance kind of showed that a little bit. Yeah. The guy that turned up against the Gower was razor sharp, feints were on point, couldn't miss. The jeopardy was there. Yeah. He felt the jeopardy. Yeah. And therefore he was absolutely razor sharp in his performance. Rakimov. Same with Rakimov, We yeah. know how good Rakimov is. So therefore that performance, listen, there was rounds in there that Joe lost, rounds in there that Joe won. He comes away with a split decision victory and he, and he navigates that fight. This one, it felt like oh shit, halfway through the fight, it's like, well, this little fucker's actually quite decent, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, this is, again, what you've just said there. This, he's, he's been given an opportunity. He's been flown over. You're fighting Joe Cordina. It's the IBF World Championship. Go on, son. Go and see what you can do. And it's only a, about halfway through the fight where you're thinking to yourself, Joe's just about waking up now yeah. and, and trying to get some type of rhythm going. But um, I thought that by that point, Vasquez was well in his stride. He was yeah, like, going, yeah. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm coming forward. I'm throwing volume, volume, volume. And he threw loads. Not everything's landing, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But he's absolutely having success. So if you were to say to me at the end of it, if I wouldn't have scored every round, it felt at the end, Vasquez might have just done enough there to, to nick that. But I did score every round. And I've got it 114, 114. Thought Joe were lucky to especially to get two cards of 116, 112 apiece. I thought that was yeah. far too wide. Well, that, that was the main thing I wanted to speak about was the disgusting scorecards because those scorecards were absolutely horrific. That, that that fight just did not happen. And that's my big complaint about this this fight because Vasquez, give him his credit, man, and, and give the, the, the matchmakers credit. That kid took his opportunity and raised his game. The phone call came in, you want to fight for a world title? Yes, that's what I've been waiting for. Right, it's in Monte Carlo. Where's that? It's in the Principality of Monaco in France. It's a millionaire's paradise. Holy fuck, yes please. Do you want to know who you're fighting? Uh, it doesn't really matter, but go on. Joe Cordina, and it's up at super featherweight. As a natural featherweight, he was never going to turn it down. Mm. But he's gone, you know what? He sat Him and his dad, who's his head coach, have gone away. They've looked at the tape of Cordina. They haven't looked at his highlight reel. They've looked at his tape. And if you look at Cordina's tape, over the, over the years, Joe has a habit of... I don't want to use the term going a bit Josh Kelly, but I've just used the term going a bit Josh Kelly. Explain. Style over substance a little bit. He's, right. he's too busy trying to look good in the ring than just getting a job done. Do you know what I mean? It's too busy trying to go like, I'm going to land this perfect combination Old now. Old Josh Kelly, you mean? Josh seems yeah. to have straightened himself Old up. Josh Kelly, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm just talking about a fighter that goes in there, looks a million dollars, and does certain things, and you go, wow, what a class act. But it's kind of like he'll do something and then go, y'all see that? And, and admire himself. And I'm like, just work, man. Just work at your level. Now, the two previous fights he's just had, he couldn't afford to be that guy because he couldn't afford to give up rounds. He couldn't afford to stand, leave his chin there. He couldn't afford to let his feet go static. Okay. Couldn't afford to admire his work because he was going in against a big puncher in his hometown and he chinned them, knock out the year contender. Then he goes in with Rachmanov, who's took the belt off him, who the IBF loved and wanted to be champion. Pressure's on him again and he goes to war with him. And he doesn't switch off once. But if you look at fights before that as 
bigger fan of Joe Cordina as I am, he's often been criticised for having rounds off, having ugly rounds where you go, Joe, what are you doing? Come on, get back to work. Stop trying to be all style. And I think there was moments in this fight where Joe Cordina thought, I'll get the upper hand now because I'm Joe Cordina, I'm the champion of the world and you're a featherweight. I'm giving you this opportunity. Whereas Vasquez for me turned on and went, no one's give me fuck all. I'm here because I deserve to be here. And even though it's not my natural weight division, I'm going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at this fella. And he did all his homework and he turned up like it was cup final day, like it was his world title. And Joe Cordina turned up with all due respect with the conversation of his ears of Lee Wood, Shaki, uh, oh, Shaki Foster, blah, blah, which fight next, which this, mm. which that. And, and as much as Joe might go, ain't looking past this guy you've you've spent all week and so has everybody else yeah talking about you looking past this guy and it almost caught up with him man I listen I'll be honest I thought Joe just nicked it but it was close man and you, you know it's close because even the zone commentary team had it super close yeah they um I was I was super impressed with Vazquez the homework that they'd done on that of, they've obviously seen the tape on the uh, Agawa knockout as everybody has done Every single time Joe threw it, that hand was there. Yep. His defense was so tight, he caught yep. it every single time and then punished the gap mm -hmm. that was uh, that was left for him. I thought he was really good. I thought, like you say, he absolutely applied himself far better than I gave him credit for last week. Yeah, uh, He turned up, he threw the kitchen sink at it. Like I said, 114-114 for me felt right, but just the naked eye test without scoring it, I thought, mm, maybe, maybe he did enough. Do you think a lot of these Mexican, and I know Vasquez is Tex-Mex, but a lot of these, like, you know, Tex-Mex, Californian, Mexican fighters who are getting opportunities with Matri and with Eddie Hearn, who, let's face it now, is probably the only global, truly global fight pro boxing promoter. He does, Eddie does shows. Yeah. On every in every country, he's basically the market leader. When you took a, a world a global footprint, are these guys getting opportunities on these cards? Going, this is not just a one it's a quitter. It's not like Eddie Matchroom are going to go right. Come and fight for a world title over here, right? You're done now. See ya. It's like if I turn up there and do a number, then I know they'll they've come to they'll come to Texas. Shows. They'll come to shows. Mexico. They'll come to California yeah. and go right more work. You get on this show now. You get on this show. Of course. And I think these guys are just raising the game a little bit to go. I want to be. I want to be with Matrium. I want Eddie Hearn to throw his weight behind me and get me a world title. Why wouldn't you want to be? Of course, but I just think now, in the past, maybe it's like, oh, I'm going over to the UK or I'm going yeah. to Monaco. Play my on role. A, on a British promoter's Play card. My role, yeah. Even if I win, I'll need a knockout to do anything. What's, what comes after this is, if I do well over there, then maybe a promoter back in America will sign me and I'll get big opportunities. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, right, a Matchroom show, I'm going to show you what I can do. Because yeah, yeah. I know you'll come to Texas this year and I'll be on that card and I'll be on this card. And maybe it's just changed the dynamic and makes these guys that little bit more dangerous when they go on Matchroom cards, thinking, if I get signed by a Matchroom, I'm flying. Um, regarding what's next for him, Joe Cordina. Yes, Obviously, we just flirted with it a touch there. I'm still, even off that performance at the weekend where it was narrow, I'd still back him to beat Oshaki Foster. Yes, so would I. So would I. Navarrete is the one that you you go, mm, I don't know, man. Depends where it is. If, he, if, he, has, if he has the roar of a, a Cardiff crowd behind him, yeah, maybe. Navarrete, Navarrete is, is a Navarrete's got the tank of a Rachmanov and the power of, you know, 
and Nagawa combined. Do you know what I mean? He's not mm. just a threat with his hands, with his power. He's not just a threat with his ability. He's not just a threat because of his chin. He's a threat because he takes every box in every department. Mm. That's why he's a three-weight world champion. I think that, for, you know, when you look at legacy, for me, that's the biggest fight for him. When you look at, on a few, obviously, unification and putting ducks in the row and, you know, and maybe rising above Barry Jones as the best super featherweight to come out of Cardiff, then maybe it's fighting Oshaki uh, Foster first and becoming a dual belt champion. Mm. But if it's all about Benjamin's, the American term there for any American viewers, so it's all about pound notes, if it's all about dollars, then it's got to be... Go on, them as many currencies as you can. Do on. Bart. Uh, Go on. Deneros, um, they still pesetas. They're not a thing euros. anymore. That's euros. Euros. No, euros. you don't have any pesetas anymore, do you? <clears throat> uh, Go on. Ah, I can't be asked doing anymore. Yeah, you do. Dirhams. You've just been in Abu Dhabi. Dirhams. I don't really use cash though. I'm just the card guy. <laughs> I, I, um, I'm, I'm in the camp of the Lee Wood fight. Yes, that's what I was trying to get to. If it's about pound notes, the biggest fight out there is obviously Lee Wood. And you would suggest Nottingham Forest Stadium in May would be the biggest attraction. I don't think it's big, with all due respect, it's still very much a trade fight, in my opinion. Is it? It does an arena. Is it big? It might it? do Forest. It ain't doing Millennium Stadium. You ain't doing no. Cardiff, you know what no, I mean? No, 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 no. I don't think What's the other one? Is it Cardiff Farms Park? Isn't it, a, isn't it a rugby stadium or something in Cardiff? Isn't yeah. it a, so it might, it might do something like that. And as Joe Cordina is the defending champion, we know he's done Cardiff before. He's done well in Cardiff before, mm. albeit in the arena. It'd be interesting to see where that, where that fight ends up. I think the attraction yeah. to go to Nottingham Forest and Lee Woods is something that's been promised to that Nottingham faithful for a long time. Yeah, but would, would they do the numbers? Would they, would, I, don't I don't know. I don't know what type of numbers it would do. I just I think know. as a fight... From an interest point of view of making a fight that actually catches the imagination of the majority of fans that would cross over maybe yeah. with the casual fan, Lee Wood, uh, Joe Cordina would absolutely, it would work far bigger, I think, than uh, Joe Cordina unifying against Oshaki Foster. Of course. Or against Emmanuel Navarrete. It does bigger numbers on the gate, absolutely. But in terms of his legacy, what does it do? It doesn't do as big as unification fight it doesn't do as big as beating a you know a, a, a potential hall of fame like Navarrete but at this stage of his career when you're already a world champion it's all about making money isn't it? it's all about putting bums on seats I'll ask you now though mm. is Wood versus is it bigger than Wood Warrington is Wood Cordina bigger than Wood Warrington because I was at Wood Warrington it was a sellout Sheffield Arena. It was Roy. It was mad atmosphere. It was bouncing. I'm guessing they could have sold a lot more tickets, but they didn't try and do a stadium with that fight. And I don't think Cordina does. I don't know if he has the fan base compared to a, a Josh Warrington. That's what I mean. I don't know. So can you do a stadium like that? I don't know whether you can. I don't know no, no, uh, mate. I'm, I'm again. I don't think it does a stadium. I don't think. I don't think it does. I think it does a, a good solid arena. If you uh, listen, we're, we're, we're at the weekend. You've got a card here where you've had a couple of fights on the undercard that have delivered fifty fifties. If you if you're going to put maybe a British title fight on there as well and something else alongside it, then yeah, you could probably do what fifteen to twenty thousand people in an arena. So that so you need a big arena then. So now you're looking at what? Where's neutral territory? Birmingham. Maybe do Birmingham arena. Yeah. Do the Cardiff fans travel? Do the Nottingham fans travel? 
for your couples and seats. I think not even just that. I think boxing fans would travel for something good. We, 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 yeah, we're starved of it. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> served up shit. A lot of a lot of shit. Don't get me wrong. It has this year, and this is going to sound like I'm just harping on and being negative. But this year has actually been relatively good. Mm-hmm. Um, on a worldwide scale, we're getting the fights that the majority of us want to see. And I think on a British kind of on, a, on, on you're getting a lot of good main events. Maybe you're not getting a lot of good cards. We've got a good card coming up in a couple of weeks' time, haven't we, in Manchester, where I don't know if it's the Magnificent Seven anymore. I think it might be the Magnificent Six. I heard a rumour the other day that one of those fights is off. But even so, six. Super Six. Need a new all right, then, all right, then. Super Six. Six solid fights yeah. on one card, man. That's unheard Take of. It. On British yeah. soil, that's unheard of, you know? Yeah. So if we're, if we're going down that avenue with something like this, I think fans would absolutely go, well, you know, something, I want to go and see that. Mm-hmm. I would like to see it. Because I rate Joe Cordina. Lee Wood stepping up to try and become mm-hmm. a two-weight champ. Yeah, man. Plus, after a performance like that, where a featherweight has come up and caused Joe serious problems, that's made me kind of go, huh. Because I fancy, I'll be honest, I fancy Cordina. As, as much as I love Lee Wood, I would yeah. lean towards Joe Cordina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after a performance like that, maybe I'm like, well, actually, you know, a featherweight, Lee Wood gives Vasquez a hiding, in my opinion. So that's interesting. Mate, and... We've learned so many lessons talking about Lee Wood fights. You don't yeah, yeah. really mount, mate. You don't really mount. You can get battered for 11 rounds. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, He's yeah. still in it. <laughs> exactly. He's still in it. He's yeah. got the equaliser. So yeah. it's, just, it's a captivating fight for as long as it lasts. And as I just said... Over I think the, we'll get it. Well, over, I think over the unification fights, I would still vote for Lee Wood, Joe Cordina. Mm-hmm. Because I, th- I just think it's that big of a fight. There you go. Easy. You're welcome, Matchroom. What you got to do now is ring the I think they were doing it anyway. <laughs> I think they were doing you it anyway. First. You made an air fest. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> just looking for a venue as we speak, aren't you? So, but yeah, listen, all in all, solid. It were, it, it were all right. It were, it were a fun, it felt like a fun weekend. Good competitive knocks, you know, a little bit of a different setting, something a little bit different, something to capture the imagination. You walk away from that at the weekend, you think, yeah, sound. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. More of it. More, please. Um, how long are we done, Mikey? How long are we done on the old clock there? 33 minutes. Oh, they've had enough. They've had enough so, of us. 33 minutes. There you go. We'll the, get, uh, we'll the get bar that wrapped up then, shall we? Eh? said the bar is calling. I don't think you're MMA, sure you, yeah. Chill the bloody hell down. The lads are in the Irish bar down the road here. Never mind them. The, um, we will be getting stuck into uh, a little bit of boxing this week. As I said, we're in New York. So on Thursday, we're going to be at Madison Square Garden. We're going to be in the Hulu Theatre. Uh, Callum Walsh is going to be fine, so we're looking forward to uh, to bringing you a little bit closer to that throughout the course of the week. Young Irish lad, doing really well over here in the States. Dana White's right behind him, so we're going to get you a little bit closer to that uh, throughout the course of the week. So if you want to know more about him, make sure you subscribe to the channel. You could do it via YouTube. Fight Disciples is what you're looking for. Fightdisciples.com is the website. Get stuck in to all the audio feeds there uh, and be across everything that we're doing throughout the whole course of the week. As I said, if you're a big fight fan, MMA is probably the pointer this week. UFC uh, 295, 30th anniversary show from Madison Square Garden this weekend. British interest as well in a title fight in the core main event in the shape of Tom Aspinall. So if you're into all that, make sure you cross the fight disciples this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.